What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Downshift Offense. I'm your host, Jesse Brooks. Want to give you a woman's view on the automotive industry. If you just started listening, thanks for joining. If you came back, welcome back. Okay, so here's the thing. I was supposed to do this yesterday, right? And so what happened was, is I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. But then I ended up talking to a really good friend of mine who's in the industry and I ended up talking to a couple of other people and got a couple stories for them about their about what it was like for them in the industry. One of them is actually still in the industry. So I got a couple stories from them. It was like, let me give y'all their stories. I'll give you one of mine from whenever I was a porter. And y'all get to just sit back and hear some of the dumb shit we go through. Fair warning, my story's going to have a lot of cussing. My friends going to kind of have a little bit of cussing. And I might throw a cuss word or two into the one that I was told by someone else about his wife. So that's just fair warning. I think I warned y'all in the first episode, I cuss like a sailor. Most technicians do. We attempt to show that we have some type of sense, but we try to fake it until we make it, okay? That's what life is about, right? So, on Tuesday, I talked about the difference between EV and hybrid because I had a Twitter user come and give me a suggestion for it. So, I I took it and ran with it and... I thought I did pretty good up until I started doing way more research and found out that I gave y'all some misinformation. So I did a little article on my website about what I gave y'all that was wrong. But the gist of the whole thing that I did wrong was EV will go between two to 300 miles per charge up. I said 70. That was wrong. Um, Hybrids, plug-in hybrids, will do between 20 to 50 miles on a charge-up and then whatever they do for gas. And that all depends on how big the engine is. So if you got V6, if you got V8, if you got a four-cylinder, it all depends on that and how good the engine was built and how good you take care of it. You know, basically, if you take care of the car, the car will take care of you. Now... Like I said, I did a little bit of misinformation, so basically please don't come after me for that. I'm trying to clear it up now. So, with that being said, let's dive into it. I'm going to start off with my friend's stories. She gave me about two or three of them. They're actually pretty funny from the simple fact of I forget that we do give a lot of shit to the people who are considered lower and now this was a technician who did this this is actually a general manager one of them was a general manager the other one was a sales manager and the other one was her own boss who was a woman so here's the first story that she told me after I asked her, you know, what's the stories that you want me to tell on my podcast? She was like, like, 
you mean you want me to give them to you right now? I was like, yeah, let, off the top of your head, we'll go, what happened? She goes, okay, so this is what happened. What her job was to do was basically put in the deals into the system, like the car deals that you do, because essentially what happens is when you buy a car, it is a deal. We have to tell that to the state so that way they can give you all the stuff. If you pay the car off, they have the information that says that you bought it, yada, 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 all that. So she was putting that into the system and she had to get a signature for something. And the problem is that she forgot the name. So she goes up to the manager, she brings what she's supposed to, and she says, hey, do you mind signing it? But she couldn't say what she needed signed because she forgot the name of the document. So the manager looks at her and goes, before you come speak to a manager, you need to be competent and understand what you're talking about before you speak to authority. So the problem is she has a temper and you can't just say nothing to her and expect for her to just like turn around and not do anything. So she hit him, you know, just full out hit him in front of their manager, of which their manager turned to the dude and said, I mean, she right. And I was like, so you ain't getting in trouble? She goes, no, I ain't getting no trouble. The general manager was sitting right there watching us. Then she goes, oh, and here's my two other stories. I was like, all right, cool, hit me. So then she goes, so we had, we'd gotten supplies into the office and the general manager asked me to break them down. So I told him I would. So she was in there breaking them down and her manager came in. Now, gen just to let y'all know, the general manager is the, basically like the highest person in the store. So, you know, you have service area, you have the sales area. Well, the general manager is the person who is over all of that. So, essentially, when the general manager tells you to do something, you're going to do it. It doesn't matter what you're doing right then. At that point, it kind of becomes mute, especially if they're saying, do this. If something happens about this other stuff, I got you. So, she tells her boss, hey, general manager told me to do this. And she go, and the manager goes, oh, I'm your boss. So, I tell you what to do. And she goes, okay, but the general manager is our boss. And that was that. Like, she didn't leave. She didn't stop what she was doing. She just kept going. So, her manager goes to get the general manager. And general manager goes, yo, I told her to do it. And, like, there, was, there shouldn't be an issue because I told her to do it. Well, then the manager said, but I'm her boss. And then the general manager was like, but I'm your boss. And then they apparently went back and forth about it, of which then she go, he goes, okay, look, I asked her to do it. She said yes. If she had said no, she wouldn't be doing it. But I asked her as the general manager of the store. And then after that, apparently she didn't really say anything because, like, how can you top that? And, <laughs> of course, my friend goes, yeah, bitch, the general manager. I was like, Jesus. Then her last story came, and this shit pissed me off too. 
because there ain't no way in hell I would have just. No, she 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 did it right. I wouldn't have done it right at all. So I applaud her for this. But and I'm going to tell it the way that I want to tell it because she was nice about it. So hard worker, one of the hardest working people. We have been friends for almost four or five years. So, But we've been in this industry, and a lot of times you find those type of friends that you will never let go of. So even if we haven't worked with each other for like a year, I don't know, for about three or four years, we still just like find time to hang out, find time to really just talk about life. And, you know, she's, that's like one of my closest friends. We know too much about each other, so we ain't gonna stop being friends. But with that, she went in there early, trying to get stuff, you know, done and everything. And a customer comes in. And what we've always been told is, is if a customer comes in, help them. Like, it don't matter what time it is. Like, you can't be rude to a customer. So, it was two minutes till opening. And I'm like, it's two minutes till opening. Why the fuck are you going to wait? Like, it's two minutes. Come on now. So, she did what she's supposed to because she was a receptionist and called out, you know, hey, there's someone on the showroom and whatever like they had an appointment for nine o'clock so they were on they they said if you early you on time if you on time you late so they were early they were on time so i don't know what the fuck was going on but the general manager this was a whole different general manager i think since she when she was working there she worked under maybe four or five general managers but anyway so this general manager this new one calls her and goes it is not nine o'clock yet and we open at nine o'clock and we don't help you or any customer till nine o'clock and she goes it is 8 58 and he goes that's not fucking nine o'clock and i mean just saying fucking just cussing just yelling being rude so she was like i ain't about to hear no more fucking coming out to you okay i ain't about to just sit here and have this disrespect uh, you keep disrespecting me, I'm going to hang up on you. So he was like, you ain't going to hang up on me. And just still going at it, just still, he said, fucking one more time. So she hung up, of which then, which I still don't understand how she don't get in trouble for some of the shit she do. But so the next day, he comes and gives her work at 8. And at 8 o'clock, you know, that ain't nine o'clock. So she goes, I don't do work for y'all until nine. So come back at nine and we'll, we'll see how this goes. He goes, what? She goes, no, remember, keep that same energy you had yesterday. Cause she ain't say it like that, but I'm going to say it the way she should say it. Keep that same energy you had yesterday when you told me that we don't do work until nine o'clock. So I'm not doing your work until nine o'clock. You can come back then. <laughs> yeah, she had him apologizing to her. And she goes, okay, so since you wanted to keep that energy, even though you apologized, I'm going to keep the same energy. I don't do work for y'all until 9 o'clock. If a customer comes in, I will help them. But other than that, 
y'all don't come for me. Don't come for me. Don't come to me. Don't come for me. Don't do nothing out of the ordinary. Those are her stories. I really want to get her aunt because her aunt, she a real one. She's one of those that don't take any shit. You know, she'll help you. She's very much like girl power, you know, the whole nine yards. But I can let you know right now, let you do some shit that's fucked up. You and everybody else go get cussed out. She know how to fuck you up in a way that you really wish she had a thrown hand. I can tell you that much. And she tall. And the problem is, is I'm tall myself. She's taller than me. I'm 5'10". So, you know, when you 5'10", you kind of think you the shit. Because you then also taller than a lot of guys. But then she walk in and without heels is like almost six foot. Then she usually wears six inch heels. So she damn show tall. So I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, make me small then. But anyway, those are the stories I really want to hear. Because she got like 30 years of dirt on some folks. And I want to hear that. The other story I got told and. This was some fucked up shit. I don't know what salesman was this, but you fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> you really is. But honestly, I'm used to some shit like this. So at this point, I guess you ain't that too fucked up because you doing the normal shit that this whole industry does. So fuck it. This story actually came from a person I met at a co-writing session because I actually do write outside of podcasts and school and working on cars. I actually am trying to become a writer. If you follow me on any of my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I have on Facebook, I have a writing page and I have a podcast page and Instagram. I have a podcast and a writing page, but then on Twitter, everything's together. This one came from, I believe this was yesterday morning. So I actually recorded something completely different than he told me the story I was like I have to put it in so all these came from yesterday and I was like I'm about to do stories because everybody's telling me stories today he and his wife were going car shopping and he actually started this story off with his wife the one who's in the cars she's very much kind of like me you know she wants to know what does the car come with and he's like you know mostly everybody else as long as it gets from point a to point b it ain't broke I'm fine and I'm like I respect it because that's how I make my money. So he was like, well, several years back, they were trying to buy another car as one has to do every now and again. And they were looking through cars and he said he, she was somewhere else and he actually went by himself and he found a car and he told the salesman, he was like, very interested in this car, but I want to bring my wife so that way she can look into it and ask questions. And he goes, wait you can't do it yourself and the guy in my uh, group session was like yeah that was the day he lost a, a customer so I was like yeah I, I wouldn't have kept going either but I was like it's crazy because that still happens so if that was several years ago and if he means a decade or two ago they still doing the same shit they are it, it's no different it's never been different I don't know you know what type of water some of these folks are drinking but you know to each they own now i'm gonna end it off in this episode off on one of my stories i don't know if i've told this one but 
this one was the first time that I was trying to get into the industry. I was a porter. And when you're a porter, you're essentially what I've always said is the dealership's bitch. And the dealership has a sales bitch and service bitches. Because I think usually sales only has one or two. Service usually has a lot more. So sales porters, they're the ones who move the cars, who kind of keep up with what's called lot maintenance. And that's basically you tell the manufacturer, Kia, Nissan, whoever, that these cars are being taken care of, you know, all these type of things. Then the service porters are the ones that you usually are the ones that that you see when you pull in and we go hi welcome to so-and-so um is do you have an appointment are you a walk-in you know we put the little shit in your car to make sure it don't get fucked up by the technicians when they sit in it because they usually covered in oil or grit whatever the fuck that comes off people's cars and you probably don't want what some of these other people's cars are because I can take right down some of these people. We had one dude, he literally front to back, the car was covered and he had like old diapers. And I promise you, it smelled worse every time he brought it in. So, you know, he didn't clean it out, but he like would have legit full of shit diapers just sitting in the back seat and he's just driving around with the windows up. And I was like, what the and I promise you we had another woman who I swear she knew that we couldn't deal with how she did okay so people smoke in their cars it's fine but this woman went way overboard like she would smoke a whole cigarette stop in front of the service drives light a cigarette have the windows rolled up finish the whole cigarette by the time she pulled up to the front and then she would roll her windows down and then she would like let all the smoke go out the car. And I don't know how this woman could see because there was a whole film of just straight but straight ash across her windshield. And all she wanted from us was fucking air in her tires. So every time we got out this woman's car, we smelled like cigarette smoke. And he said, I don't have a problem with you smoking in your car, but like, damn. I don't want to get secondhand smoke from you. I don't know where your mouth been. I don't know where you been. I don't know what you smoking. Because I can't be high. What if you one day decide you want to smoke weed? I don't want to be high the rest of the day. Contact high because you wanted to roll the windows up and hot box your shit. And this woman, I promise you, was at least 60 doing this shit. And she knew. We would actually play rock, paper, scissors when we saw her car. Like, we'd be like, all right. I did it last time. Well, you ain't do this, so you do. Listen, I'm not doing it this time because every single time we would have to change our clothes. We would actually bring some clothes with us so that way we didn't smell like smoke for the rest of the day because she would come in like right before it got hot. So, you know, sweat and cigarettes don't always smell right. Okay, it don't ever smell right. So anyway, this was actually during that time. It was the only time I was a porter because I was like, I'm never doing that shit again. Well, let me phrase. That was the only time I was just a porter. The rest of the time when I was a porter, I was also a technician. So I can't say that I've never not been a porter before because I was a 
sales porter, service porter, and technician all at the same time at the last place I worked at. That's a whole nother episode. But this story, this dude came in. He was up there in age. So he came up and, you know, I'm thinking, let me help him out, everything. So he came up with attitude. And one thing about me is I match energy. So you coming up with attitude, I'm going to come up with attitude. Because at this point, you ain't going to be talking to me like any type of way. Like, I'm not built like this. I'm not built like that. You don't listen. That's not how I was raised. You catch an attitude, I'm catching an attitude too. So he caught an attitude. And it was about the fall time. And this is during the time we used to have fall. Not like this bullshit we got right now. And it was pretty cold, so they had the heaters on. And I guess a daddy long legs was up there because that shit felt like right on my face as he was yelling at me. Because usually what I do is I finish, I allow you to finish yelling, and then I say whatever I got to say. Well, before I could say anything that I had to say, daddy long legs fell on my fucking face, and I felt it. And I knew what it was because I could see the, the legs. And the dude saw it too, and motherfucker hit me to get the 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 spider off. But at this point, tensions were high. He was already yelling at me, so I slapped his ass back. But I didn't slap on his face. I just slapped his hand away. And it was like it happened all so quick because no one could see the daddy long legs. Cause that shit's too like if you far away, you don't see the shit. So I forget what Martin Lawrence movie it is where the dude came up and there was a bee, and when Martin Lawrence got beat to shit because the damn bee was right there and they yelling about bee but everybody just sees a white cop hitting martin lawrence that shit basically happened because no one saw daddy long legs but they saw him hit me and then they saw me hit him back so i was already heated and i was ready to yell and basically i walked off i took his car to go get it done the way he wanted it done. And this all started because he wanted air in his tires and a car wash. But because I didn't say it the way that he wanted me to say it, he got all aggravated. So when that shit happened and he saw that I hit him back, he, you know, no words were said. But, you know, he could have just said, oh, you got a bug on your whatever the fuck. Now, he straight, like, literally hit me because the damn thing, like, fell on my head. But, daddy, you know, daddy long legs, they don't really bite. They just are awkward and weird. So, he could have said some shit. And, actually, my hand was going up to wipe it off my face. That was the crazy part. So, it wasn't like I didn't see it. It wasn't like I didn't feel it. He just, you know, it was one of those things. But it pissed me off. I'm sure some of y'all are going to be like, bitch, he was trying to help you. And I'd be like, uh, bitch, guess what? He hit me. After yelling at me. Shit. How would you feel if someone was yelling at you then the day long legs fell on your ass? And then he just hit you. He don't even say shit. He just hit you. Like, he ain't, he ain't say, oh, shit, there's a bug. He ain't saying none of that shit. Like, he over here yelling. He could have said that shit. Hell. But anyway, on that note, I hope you enjoyed the the stories. I hope y'all have a great rest of your weekend um if you're in texas don't forget that the state fair is now open hope y'all are having a great october 
even though I feel like this October shouldn't be this hot because I am in Texas. But anyway, thank you for listening. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope you enjoyed the stories. Bye.